Slinging It Deep podcast. to episode nine of the Slinging It Deep pod. Uh, we are done with the preseason power rankings and we are moving on to regular season predictions, playoff predictions, award predictions. And we've got everyone here today, Dan uh, from the COVID hell that he's currently in. How are you doing? You know, catching COVID for the second time is not ideal, uh, especially when you test positive on the first day of classes. So it's been very interesting, especially with football involved. Uh, so it's just been a very weird time for me, I guess. But happy to finally be back on the pod uh, and talk to you boys again about some football. Yeah, it's been like a month, but uh, we're happy to be back. Uh, and now the other two, uh, I know they sound like they're talking through a paper cup. But <laughs> they're dialing in with bad UNH service. Evan and Colin, how you doing? Uh, doing pretty well. Um, I'm going to try to talk as loud as I can during this, uh, as is my good friend Colin. But uh Excited for this pod. This is one of my favorites of the year. Fellas, good to be back. I'm ready to get my asshole ripped open. Uh, you guys say what you want. I'm going to stand by my predictions, as did Evan last season. Uh, so we'll see how it turns out come February. Oh, that's good. I mean, Evan's Dallas pick actually almost came to fruition, so we can't shit that hard. Um <laughs> But anyway, I think Dan is has the uh, control of the screen, and he will be sharing the record predictions that we did on the Playoff Predictor website. Um, so as Dan pulls it up, I believe you're first, Dan, correct? Indeed. Uh, so individually, we'll kind of go one by one, doing our record predictions for AFC, NFC. Um, I think we really can just highlight on all the playoff teams if there's a team in particular of the remaining teams that you want to highlight, have at it. But uh, I think for uh, time's sake, it makes sense to kind of just focus on playoff teams. But for me personally, uh, in the AFC, I had the Chargers as the one seed back, I think it was February. I made the guarantee that they would win the AFC and win the Super Bowl. So I got them going 13 and four. Um, and then the rest of the division winners for me are the Bengals at 12 and five, the Bills at 12 and five, and the Colts at 12 and five. And my three wildcard teams are the Ravens at 12 and five, Chiefs at 11 and six, and then the Denver Broncos at 11 and six. Of the remaining teams in the AFC, I don't have anyone at 10 wins. Uh, the next closest is New England at nine and eight. So I think these seven teams in the AFC, I think are the only viable candidates to make the playoffs. Um, and then if we look at the NFC, um, I have Tampa Bay as my one seed, Green Bay is my two, uh, Los Angeles at three, my Philadelphia Eagles at four, Dallas Cowboys five, Niners at six, and the New Orleans Saints at seven. Um, and to highlight um, the Minnesota Vikings at eight, I have them losing a three-team tiebreaker with the Niners and Saints at 10 and seven. So they just miss out on the playoffs there. Um, pretty generic, as Colin may say, but I think when you kind of look at the schedules and how it plays out, I think some of these teams uh, have easier schedules and I think they're just overall better teams than the rest of the field. So. 
Any yeah. reactions? No, very nice. Um, three teams from the AFC West, which I agree with, although I don't have the same three teams, but I think that's probably the way it's going to shake out. Um, I agree. Miami, not a playoff team, uh, as we'll soon see in a second. And as far as the NFC, I think I almost completely agree with you uh, besides one team, but looks good. Um, just a quick question. Where, uh, sorry, where did you have Philadelphia and, and Dallas? Uh, Philly's at four, Dallas at five. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, um, I mean, nothing, I guess, like, jumps out to me. Um, I guess one thing, like, and we'll get uh, to mine, obviously, later. Um, I think Baltimore is just an interesting team. Uh, I think, you, uh, what, you had them 12 and five? Um, yep. I could see it. Um, but, again, like, last year's collapse was a little bit scary. I know there's talk about maybe Mike Davis getting a lot of carries early on because they don't want to rush Dobbins back. I think they're a team with a high ceiling, but I, I also think that they could finish similar to last year. Um, but again, that, that was my, my one note from your uh, predictions, Dan. But again, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I don't really have much. We, uh, we just completely don't have Wi-Fi anymore, so we can't see your graphic, Dan. Uh, <laughs> who were your three AFC West teams? Uh, it was the Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. Okay, so Newman, uh, um, obviously you probably have Vegas over Denver, which is interesting, but I have the same three AFC West teams as well. Cool. cool. Should we uh, move on the Connors? Or? Well, do you have your uh, awards? Oh, yeah, my awards, sorry. Um, so kind of sticking with the guarantee, if the Chargers were to finish as the one seed, I think my MVP is going to be Justin Herbert. Um, I just got to pull him up. My offensive player of the year will be Justin Jefferson. Defensive player of the year, Aaron Donald. Rookie of the year uh, on offense, Chris Olave. Defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner. Uh, comeback player of the year, Jameis Winston. And coach of the year being Brandon Staley. Oh, I like it. Connor, how do you feel with all the Chargers love from Dan? Well, usually I don't give the Chargers love because whenever I do, they flounce out at the end as they did last season. But I'm glad I do think they're a good team. So I'm happy to see the love. I picked Staley as my coach last year. Um, obviously, he didn't win it, but we'll see. All right. Uh, Connor, yours will be next. Sweet. Uh, so, like I said, not a lot of difference from Dan. I have Buffalo winning the AFC at 12 and five. And then my other three division winners are Kansas City at 12 and five, Cincinnati at 11 and six, and Indy at 11 and six. Uh, and then my three wildcard teams, the Chargers 11 and six, Baltimore 10 and seven, and Vegas 10 and seven. Uh, outside of that, I have Tennessee uh, at 10 and seven, just missing out on the playoffs uh, through some kind of tiebreaker uh, with Baltimore, I believe. And then outside of that, I don't know if there's a lot of contenders. I don't have the AFC East finishing very well. Miami and New England both finishing just under 500. Uh, but I guess I'll talk about Vegas. I just think they're a better team than Baltimore, not Baltimore, excuse me, Denver. Uh, I know Denver finished at eight on our preseason power rankings, none of which was my doing. I think I did have Vegas at least closer, if not higher. I mean, they have the key. I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and you add Devontae Adams to that bunch. I think they're an experienced group. Whereas I'm not sure you just throw Russell Wilson into Denver. He makes all the difference, even though he is such a skilled quarterback and puts Drew Locke to shame. But I think Vegas has enough to uh, outlast that. 
Um, as far as the NFC side, I have Green Bay. Newman, winning the may NFC. I interrupt you real quick? Absolutely. Um, give me your opinion on the McDaniels versus Basaka argument, because I think McDaniels is a downgrade, and I think that hurts their chances this year. I'm not sure I'd view it as a downgrade. I mean, Basaka was a special teams guy, so I'm not sure how much say he had on on the offense there i'd have to go check but i'm not sure he was even calling the place um i mean mcdaniel's it was a culture thing with him no i agree i think they were willing to play for him but i think mcdaniel's has that experience obviously with the patriots he wants so many rings so i think he knows kind of what he needs to say to get those guys going and there has been a lot of turnover on that roster and you bring in adams and then they lose a couple pieces they've been cutting guys left and right today um so i I don't know how much of the roster is the same, uh, but with a new regime, I think it starts a new beginning for them uh, with Derek Carr, who they seem to like. They've kept him around. So I don't know. I don't think it's too much of a downgrade, if a downgrade at all, uh, to switch coach. Um, but anyway, my NFC, like I said, Green Bay wins 12-5. Uh, and five. Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Rams, and Dallas are my three division winners at 11-6, and 11-6, and 10-7. and seven. Minnesota is a team I'm high on this year. They finish at 11 and six as the first wild card. And then San Fran and Philly at 10 and seven also are in the playoffs as a wild card. So leaving New Orleans out, even though they're a team I really like. Um, and outside of that, not much else to talk about. I have Detroit with eight wins. I mean, hard knocks has gotten me oh pretty bi- biased. Oh. Wow. Uh, wow. But their schedule is like a piece of cake. They play a lot of the bottom teams um, and the Bears. So. They're a team that obviously not going to make the playoffs, but I'd like to see some improvement there. I like what they've done with the roster. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got for my playoff teams. Um, just some initial reaction. Um, I'd go back to the AFC. Um, I do think my one thing to say uh, would probably be, I do think you're undervaluing the difference between Russell Wilson and Drew Locke. I think if you look at Denver last year, The defense was so elite. I mean, we saw what they did to the Chargers, for example. Um, And obviously, they're going to be very capable this year. Uh, Cortland Sutton, healthy. Jerry Judy, healthy. Um, Javante Williams, another, uh, you know, coming off his rookie season, played unbelievable. Um, They were a quarterback away, I think, in my opinion. And management finally said, all right, it's our time to get a quarterback. They went out and got one. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, I think he's been one of the best quarterbacks of our childhood. And so I think that addition, while it's one position, I think it's incredible uh, for the Broncos. And I think they're going to be really good. Um, as far as uh, Detroit goes, I would, you know, I know they're uh, a hyped up team with hard knocks. I just don't see it. I think there's a reason why they won what, two, three games last year. Um, but again, as I say, anything can happen. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Any reaction, Colin? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't have much. Um, yeah, no, I don't have much. I, I had Detroit at five wins. I thought that was more reasonable than eight, but I could see the eight too. I mean, they're not, uh, like you said, the, the division is not incredibly difficult. Um, and, and they do play the Bears twice, so. And we are back on Zoom, so we can see the records now. So, there we go. Great. Nice. Uh, 
quickly, I just want to hit on, uh, it's not even a playoff team, but I'm surprised at Pittsburgh actually having an above 500 record. I understand Mike Tomlin's never had a year where he's been under 500, but I just don't think the team is really all that good. Um, at least from being like an all around uh, stable team. I mean, you're talking about Mr. Trubisky at quarterback, a shaky offensive line and a secondary that I don't know how much I actually like. Um, so kind of surprising to see them ahead of teams like Miami, New England uh, in these rankings, even that had the same record as Denver. No, that's fair. I think just playing, you know, the Browns, I believe both times before Watson comes back or maybe at least once. Uh, and then they play the AFC East, who I'm not super high on this year. I think they were able to squeak out a couple wins um, to protect that 500 record. Um, as for my award winners, I'm realizing now I never picked an MVP. I'm going to go with Mahomes. I think he's going to win it. Um, offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry. DPOY, Miles Garrett, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Traylon Burks, uh, DeRoy, Aiden Hutchinson, Comeback Player, I have McCaffrey if he stays healthy, and Coach of the Year, I have Kevin O'Connell of the Minnesota Vikings. Nice. Ball. All right. So, so next will be Evan's rankings. Take it away, buddy. All right, so we'll start in the AFC. I have Buffalo winning it. I think they are the best team in football, 14-3. and three. Uh, Kansas City, 12-5, and five, um, winning that division. Indianapolis, 11-6. and six. Cincinnati, 11-6. and six. Chargers, 12-5. and five. I have Denver, 10-7 and seven as the sixth seed. And then the Las Vegas Raiders um, as the seventh seed. Um, I have the Patriots number fourteen, number fourteen in the AFC, seven and ten. Uh, there's kind of just a lot of mediocrity there for me. Um, I'm lower on Baltimore than you guys. That's I guess notable. Cleveland I have up a little higher. I think when Watson comes back, they're going to be pretty good. Um, and so yeah, Miami nine and eight. Uh, going over to the NFC, I have four, I have five, twelve and five teams. Uh, based on how it went, listen, I had no control over this. Dallas just ended up as the one, twelve and five. Green Bay, 12 and 5. Los Angeles Rams, 12 and 5. Tampa Bay, 12 and 5. Philadelphia, 12 and 5 as the 5. Minnesota, 11 and 6 as the 6. And I have the Cardinals as a playoff team, 10 and 7. Um, that obviously means the Saints are out at 9 and 8. The 49ers are out at 7 and 10. I'm just not high on Trey Lance. Um, and obviously, the AFC is just much stronger than the NFC. I think we would all agree on that. Um, so that's what I got. Take it away, gentlemen. Um, I just have to say, having no faith in Kyle Shanahan to make the playoffs or at least have a winning record, I think is pretty disgraceful. I don't care if it's Trey Lance or Jimmy G. I think Kyle Shanahan is that good of a coach where he's going to get in the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree. I think Kyle Shanahan has proven that he's one of the smartest coaches in the league. I'm now noticing that you have Baltimore all the way down to eight and nine, which I mean, I guess it's understandable if they, if they fall apart this year. But I mean, Lamar Jackson, I think, in my opinion, is prime for a really good season, even though they have no weapons there. I think he'll make it work. Harbaugh is a great coach. Uh, and I think Arizona team, I'm not super high on this year, but I could see it. I think it's probably either them or San Fran, I guess. So if you choose Arizona, that's fine. So not bad. I mean, to, to the Baltimore point, I'd say I think Harbaugh cost them multiple games last year going for two. Um, so yeah. I, I could see how they would fall to 
eight and nine if he made decisions like that again that just didn't pan out. Obviously, risk versus reward, those pan out. You look like a genius. They don't. You look like a fool. Um, mm. I'm not high on Arizona like Evan is. I do have both New Orleans and San Francisco in. Um, but I don't, I don't really have anything else. I do agree on the Pats. I have them also at seven and ten. I just don't see anything anything good coming from them. I think Miami's the second best team in the division, far distant from Buffalo at one. Um, I'm just not enthusiastic about New England at all this year. And they seemingly just keep losing defensive pieces, which is the weakness right now after they lost Jackson. I agree. Um, My point, I listen, and as far as the 49ers go, would it surprise me if they were 10 and seven and make the playoffs? Not at all. Um, Again, certainly Shanahan deserves a ton of credit for what he's been able to do there. Um, looking over with Baltimore, again, that's a good point with what Harbaugh did. I just don't like the receiver, the wide receiver room. Uh, they're probably going to be doing a lot with Andrews and Likely, which you know I think would probably pan out well for them. But again, there's not much that I like outside of Rashad Bateman. Um, and obviously, yeah, New England. I mean, just the secondary is just going to be abysmal. Uh, I have no other words to say about that um as far as my awards go uh i think it's about damn time for josh allen so he's my mvp and offensive player of the year uh i think he's going to be playing with an incredible level of confidence this year um obviously with how their season ended last year and how well he played in that game and all of last year it's about his time uh, my defensive player of the year is mike parsons uh offensive rookie of the year chris Olave, like dan Defensive Rookie of the Year, Hutchinson, like Connor. Uh, comeback Player of the Year, I got Saquon Barkley. I actually think he's going to be pretty good um, this year. And then Coach of the Year, I'm with Connor as well. I like Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. I think Minnesota's going to be a good team. My turn. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Uh, at one in the AFC, I have Buffalo at 13-4. and four. Cincinnati, two, also 13 and four. Three, Los Angeles Chargers, my AFC West winners at 12 and five. Colts winning the AFC South at 11 and six. And my three wild cards, Denver, who I think I am the highest on out of everyone. I have them at 12 and five. Kansas City, 11 and six. Baltimore, 11 and six, meaning Tennessee misses at nine and eight. Uh, Similar to Evan, I think Cleveland turns it around when Watson comes back. I had them at nine and eight. Um, a couple highlights, obviously Pittsburgh. I have at six and eleven, as well as Vegas at six and eleven. I think uh, more so for Vegas, that's going to be just the product of playing within that division six times. Um, uh, playing within that division six times a year. Pittsburgh, I'm just not confident in at all. I don't like the offensive line. I think the defensive uh, core that they had is aging. Um, Fitz, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick did not have a great year last year and Trubisky I just I don't know what he's going to do um, on the NFC side of things where I'm sure some of me people might call me a little crazy uh, Rams won 13 and 4 Minnesota is my two seed at 12 and 5 Philly 3 at 11 and 6 and Tampa rounds out my division winners also 11 and 6 San Francisco my first wild card 11 and 6 Dallas second wild card 10 and 7 New Orleans my last wild card at 10 and 7 meaning I have Green Bay Packers not in the playoffs 
at 10 and 7. Wow. So they lose a tiebreaker. I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, Arizona 8 and 9, and then everything else is a, a huge downfall for the rest of the NFC. Um, so, first, Minnesota, super high on them, clearly have them very high as my division winner and two seed. Um, I think Kirk Cousins, I've come You're to his a lover. defense. You're a lover. I've come to his oh, defense Kirk. many, many times. I think he's a very capable quarterback. I think O'Connell's going to be great for that team, an offensive minded guy, so many weapons to play with. Um, I like that team a lot this year. I, I'm low on Green Bay. They got severely worse this offseason. They didn't address the loss of Adams. They lost to Darius Smith. I just don't see – yes, Rodgers is elite. He's one of the best, if not the best, in the league. I just don't see him being able to carry that putrid offense with zero weapons all season. I just don't think it's possible. I don't think the defense is going to help him as much as it did last year. So I got them missing, and not by much. They just lose the tiebreaker, in my opinion. Um, and that's it. Does anybody have any uh, punch back at me? I just – I don't know how you can say Aaron Rodgers is going to miss the playoffs. I understand he loses Adams, but I think there's still enough pieces with Aaron Jones, um, A.J. Dillon, Robert Tunyon, um, one of his favorite targets in Alan Lazard, even though he's not that good. Um, they did get two uh, receivers in the draft in Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson. Um, I think there's enough piece, pieces there offensively to kind of pick up the slack. And then defensively, I think they've gotten much better. You get Jair Alexander back from injury. You draft Devontae Wyatt, one of the better interior rushers uh, from this past draft. You get an athletic linebacker in Quay Walker, which I didn't like the pick, but still he's a good athlete. Um, I, I think the team on paper is very good. Um, and you have the back-to-back MVP at quarterback. I, I just don't know how you could look at that and say they're not a playoff team. I understand it's a tiebreaker, but to have them at low, as low as 10 and seven, I just, I don't see it. I mean, they're one game behind Kansas City at 11 and six. I don't see like, yeah, it's just tough luck that they missed. I just don't see them winning that division. I think Minnesota's better. Um, I don't know. You can't make playoffs every single well, year. I, and I do think uh, it will be contingent on the rookie wide receivers. I know there was a report that says um, Romeo Dubs or whatever his name is. Uh, he's just Rodgers came out and said he's just not getting the rookie treatment that a rookie normally would um, in this offense. I think he's going to play extremely well for them. Uh, I would not be surprised if he maybe outpaced Alan Lazard this year. Um and I think they're just going to be relying on the running backs a lot. I think Aaron Jones out in the pass game, you're going to be seeing a lot of that this year. Uh, A.J. Dillon, they're going to mix him in. Um, you know, I, do I agree that it was concerning last year that Devontae Adams would get about 12 catches and then the next guy would be Aaron Jones with like three? Yeah, of course. I think that's, you know, concerning that they lose that. Um, and I can understand, you know, where you're coming from. I do think it would be an incredible surprise to see them miss. And listen, I will give you incredible praise if that happens. <laughs> um, I, I, one more thing I do want to say is, yes, with Adams, like, they were one facet, but Adams was undefendable. So there was no game plan for shutting off that facet of the offense. I think if the only thing Green Bay has for them this year is Lazard and the running backs out of the backfield, I think teams are going to have an easy job game planning against that. And I don't think they're going to be super effective. I, I think Rodgers is probably going to have to – hand the ball off more than he would like, uh, whether or not the offensive line is able to push them 
push the defense around the field and they run for 200 yards a game, then maybe, yeah, they're like Philly last year and they have a shot in every game. But I just don't see that happening. I don't see Green Bay having the best rushing offense in the league. I don't see Rodgers wanting to hand the ball off all the time. I just – I don't think this is Green Bay's year. I think they needed to add a wide receiver more – with more substance than the two rookies, and they didn't do that. And I don't think they're – I think they're going to pay for it. Um, anything else before I go to my awards? Yeah, I mean, I won't I won't beat a dead horse, but I think Green Bay will make it in. Uh, but I like the Minnesota love. I mean, they were in 14 one-score games last year. I mean, those could have gone either way. Certainly, I mean, they finished eight and nine. That certainly could have been better if they converted on a couple of those. So I like the Minnesota love. Um, I think it's cool to see all four of us with Jacksonville and Houston at the bottom of the barrel in the <laughs> AFC. I think the NFC is a little not as clear cut. I think we're kind of all over the place. There's a lot of bad teams there. But overall, not as bad as uh, we made it out to be, Colin. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't think it was crazy either. I mean, Tennessee missing, maybe you could say something there. But the AFC is just so loaded that one good team's going to miss. Um, for my awards. You have- uh, well, one last thing, and, and uh, I'll get this on the record. Um, the Titans. I, I'm going to say this now. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans were even a six-win team. I, I really. Think I initially had them at five and twelve. And granted, I can't use the record thing for shit, so they always come out fucked <laughs> up. But I did have them much lower than I have them right now. I think you're going to see them with not with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, definitely for next year, if not late in this year. I just think they're going to be better off with him gone. Hate him, hate him. And the, the loss of Brown is going to fucking uh, paralyze that offense, I think. Robert Woods, yes, a good wide receiver, but is he capable of being a wide receiver one coming off the ACL at age 32? I'm not sure. Um, as for awards, Josh Allen, I agree with Evan, he's my MVP. I think Buffalo is going to have a fucking wagon of a year. I think they're going to be extremely good. Um my offensive player of the year, I'm going with Justin Jefferson, who I believe Dan had as well. Defensive player of the year, Micah Parsons, I believe Evan had him. Uh, rookie of the year, I'm also on the Olave train uh, with Dan and Ev. And then I have Derek Stingley as my rookie of the year. I think uh, he's going to be a bright spot on a not great Houston team this year, which sucks because like to have them last for me kind of hurts because I do think they're going to be pretty good. And I like Davis Mills. I also had them in the sim where I think they got a lot better than they did in real life. So maybe my expectations are inflated there. Uh, in terms of coach of the year, I have Nathaniel Hackett, obviously very high on Denver. We'll see how that pans out. I agreed with Evan silently on the phone about his point uh, with Wilson replacing Locke and what a difference that's going to make. And then comeback player of the year, McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, I think he's probably the shoe in other than Winston. Uh, which I like that pick, Dan. Nice. So, all right. We'll move on to um, – we're doing, we're doing playoff? Um, yes, sir. I just got to – there we go. All right. So, quickly kind of run through the brackets. Um, so, obviously, for me, my AFC teams uh, in the wild card order, it's – Number two, Cincy versus the seven seed Broncos, uh, Buffalo versus KC in, in the three six matchup, and then Indy and Baltimore in the four five. 
for the NFC, I got Green Bay and New Orleans in the 2-7, uh, the Rams and Niners in the 3-6, and then a little rivalry with the Eagles and Cowboys in the 4-5 matchup. Um, Go Cowboys. This, yeah. Uh, with this, uh, obviously, my Chargers are the one seed, and they'll end up playing the Ravens, who upset the Colts. I don't know if you could really say that much of an upset. Um, but then uh, I do have the Bengals and Bills moving on to the divisional round, so a 2-3 matchup there. Uh, for the NFC, it's pretty chalk. I got the one-seeded Bucks playing the four-seeded Eagles, and then the two-seeded Packers playing the three-seeded Rams. For the championship round, I do have the Chargers moving on, and then I do have the Bills going into Cincinnati and winning, so a one-versus-three matchup in the AFC championship game. Uh, similarly, in the NFC, I have a one-three matchup with the Bucks and Rams, and then my Super Bowl matchup is Justin Herbert versus Tom Brady. And following up on that guarantee, I have the Los Angeles Chargers winning the Super Bowl. Damn, that's going to hurt Tom's Wait, legacy. What I, did that I just don't see Tampa Bay making it that far. I just think with it more than likely being Brady's last year, I think there's going to be this kind of just Brady-esque motivation or magic of him making it that far. We've seen it before. Um, I just think it's sort of inevitable. Um, if I didn't have the guarantee on the line, I'd almost be tempted to say that he would win the Super Bowl, but I am that high on the Chargers where I think in that situation, they would still be Brady in the Super Bowl. But I do think you'll see Brady kind of step it up a notch with it being probably his last year. Yes, I love like that. Not much. I, I, you know, if this happened, Connor, well, congratulations. Imagine this and then a Mariners playoff win in the like we're talking like historic shit here. Don't get my hopes up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we can move on to Connor's playoff predictions now. Sweet. So run through the matchups real quick. I've got Kansas City and Vegas, a little division rivalry at the two seven. Again, division rivalry, Cincinnati, Baltimore, 3-6, and then Indy playing the Chargers, the 4-5. Uh, at the bottom, I have a little rematch, Tampa Bay, Philly uh, last year. Rams, Niners, 3-6 matchup, and Dallas and Minnesota at the 4-5. Um, if we click ahead, I have a little bit of an upset play on the AFC oh. side. Kansas City uh, is going to beat Vegas. I just don't think Vegas has what it takes. I think the seventh seed usually is not going to fare well with these new playoff rules. Um, but I think Baltimore is going to get the better of Cincinnati and the Chargers are going to get the better of Indy. Uh, both move on in an upset play to set up Buffalo, Baltimore and the KC Chargers matchup. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, on the NFC side, for the most part, Chalk, um, Tampa Bay is going to get the better of Philly once again. Uh, and the Rams, once again, are going to beat San Fran. I don't think it's going to take a tart drop to get them there. I just think the Rams are pretty good. Uh, but Minnesota is going to upset Dallas. Uh, they're going to go on to play their division rival in the Packers uh, in the second rounds. Um, and they're going to win. I have them going all the way to the NFC Championship. I'm riding the Vikings train. Yeah, Newman. Yes, sir, Scully. Uh, the Rams back to the NFC Championship game. And on the top side, I have the same as Dan, Buffalo uh, beating Baltimore, 
set up a game against the Chargers to beat Kansas City, uh, but they're not going to win because I have Buffalo going to the Super Bowl, beating my Chargers to uh, play the defending champion Rams, uh, and they're going to win. Josh Allen's going to get his first Super Bowl. Uh, that cold coin toss shit's going to be in the past. They'll put it to bed, and I have them winning the Super Bowl. I think it'd be great for the city, great for the team, great for those players, so I'd be happy. Would certainly be incredible if Minnesota upsets um, Dallas and Green Bay. That would be just incredible. I'd yeah. root for it too. It's the inevitable Green Bay divisional round loss that uh, seems to happen True. every year. True. That's why I just kept them out of it this year. <laughs> <laughs> Saving up the pain. <laughs> Uh, move on to Evans' predictions. Woo. Whoa, spoiler. All right. So, starting it off, two-seed Kansas City against seven-seed Las Vegas. I have Kansas City winning that game. Again, Newman brought up the point. I just don't think Vegas is there. Uh, Indianapolis against Denver. Um, I kind of forget who I had winning, honestly. <laughs> Dan, you want to press uh, play through these for me? God, I did these, uh, uh, just go through the matchups first. Okay. Three-seed Indianapolis uh, at home against the six-seed Denver. Um, the four-seed Cincinnati against the five-seed Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, and then in, in the NFC, Green Bay, the two against Arizona, the seven. The Los Angeles Rams, the three against the uh, Minnesota Vikings, the six. And Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. It seems like a lot of us think that that matchup will take place. So Buffalo obviously is the one. I have Denver beating Indy. Um, pretty high on Denver, like Colin is. Uh, Kansas City, I think, again, I noted, I, I don't think Vegas is there. Uh, the Bengals beating the Chargers, that was pretty much a – I mean, pick your poison. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if either team won that. Um, so Dallas I had as the one. Uh, so I have the Minnesota Vikings beating the Rams. Um so it seems like we all are pretty high on Minnesota here in the playoffs if they get there. Uh, and then I have Tampa Bay beating Philadelphia. So that sets up Buffalo, the one, at home against Denver, the six. Kansas City at home against Cincinnati, the four. That's a rematch. Uh, and then Dallas, Minnesota, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. And so after that, we got – Dan needs to click. We got – Buffalo beating Denver. Um, Cincinnati beating Kansas City. I think they'll get it done uh, when they could not. Or we'll, we'll, they'll do it again. Um, Dallas beating Minnesota. Uh, I guess I, I got to have Dallas winning their first playoff game. And then and forever. And then Tampa Bay beating Green Bay. So that sets up uh, championship games of Buffalo, Cincinnati. Uh-oh. And uh, Tampa Bay versus Dallas. And so, as we get to nothing, but we're back. Um, and then, then sorry, <laughs> we got we got kicked off the call again. I got Tampa Bay beating Dallas. I know I can't carry the Cowboys all the way through. I can't, can't just can't do that again. And it was just funny to see them get the one seed after I did the, uh, you know, regular season sim. And then Buffalo. It's just Buffalo's the year. And I and I honestly would sit here and feel comfortable putting a lot of money i'm not gonna do it but i really think it's buffalo's year i think they have a great coach a great quarterback a great defense they brought in von miller he knows how to win won it last year 
they go win it again this year. Just uh, so much to love about this Buffalo team. Um, I can't praise them enough. I think uh, it's it's their year. I have nothing, nothing really to add. Uh, surprised again that you had Tampa going that far, but I see the argument. I think it's uh, disgraceful that you would have Herbert lose to Burrow after he mopped the floor with him last year. Uh, but other than that, go Buffalo, go Minnesota. What team? What's the uh, tattoo team this year for you? Um, Rams, just because I don't want the Rams. Oh, actually, okay. Here's the thing. I, I joked about it last year, but if the Rams win the Super Bowl this year, I'll genuinely get a tattoo because that's pretty much just the worst possible thing. I even named the podcast episode that we did, like Evan hates the Rams or, or part of uh, an episode there. So uh, I'd say it's the Rams again, this time for real. Of course, now they'll win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. As we Oh, no, we got disconnected again. It's okay. I have it on my phone. All right. So, my first-round matchup, um, we have the seven-seed Ravens at the two-seed Cincinnati Bengals, six-seed Chiefs visiting their division rival, the Chargers, and my three-seed, and then Indy hosting Denver. The NFC side, I have Minnesota with a home playoff game against New Orleans. Philly hosting their division rival, rival Dallas, as well as Tampa Bay hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I have Cincinnati triumphing over Baltimore. I have the Chargers beating the Chiefs, and then I have the Broncos beating the Colts on the road. You can call it an upset due to seeding, but I think Denver's going to be the better team. Uh, on the NFC side of things, I have Minnesota winning at home over New Orleans. Philly winning at home over Dallas and then San Francisco going on the road into Tampa and beating Tom Brady, sending him to an abysmal retirement. Um, in the second round here, I have Buffalo hosting Denver, Cincinnati hosting the Chargers, the Rams hosting the 49ers and the Vikings hosting the Eagles. Uh, out of that matchup, I have Buffalo beating Denver, although a close one. Uh, and then Cincinnati in a close one over the Chargers. <laughs> and then on the NFC side of things, I have the Rams advancing over San Francisco and Minnesota to the NFC championship game, sending Dan's Eagles home flying low. <laughs> uh, my AFC representative, Buffalo, again, I, I agree with Evan. It's Buffalo's year. They're going to come out of the AFC this year. And then I do have the Rams returning to the Super Bowl over Minnesota. Yeah. As high as I am on Minnesota, I just can't send them all the way. I do think the Rams are probably the safest pick out of the NFC, in my opinion, to return to the Super Bowl. Uh, so it's a battle of one seeds. I have Buffalo on top. Obviously, Allen, my MVP. It seems like they were one fucking coin toss away last year from, in my opinion, probably beating the Rams. I thought they were the best team in football last year. Um, to Evan's point earlier, I think Allen plays with a ton of confidence this year. Um, I think Stefan Diggs could have an offensive player of the year type of year. I just think they're going to be so good with so much momentum. They're going to be a hard train to stop. I have them beating the Rams in the Super Bowl. Sweet. I think. Another one with uh, Borrow over Herbert. Newman. Yeah, I know. Another mistake on Colin's part, but <laughs> I'll let it slide. I'm just full of them. <laughs> Um, 
I think that wraps it up, right? Three out of the four with Buffalo. Go yes. ahead, No, I was, I was gonna say I, I'm not missing anything, right? We have nothing else to talk about. I think that was I it. I don't believe so. Awesome. So I think you'll be hearing from us uh, every week from now on as football gets going next Thursday, uh, probably in a similar structure to last year uh, with headlines, recap and focus games, and then our weekly pick them, see if I can defend my title uh, that I think I won. We really stopped keeping track <laughs> down the stretch, but that's a Yeah, yeah once winter break came so around, I stopped following that. Yeah, um, yeah. You were just so far ahead. It wasn't even close. Dan, will you will you be doing a college football preview with Frank? I believe is that coming up. Uh yeah, at some point, uh, me and him will hop on. Probably do a top twenty-five. Um, you guys sent in your top twenty-five, so I'll get a collective one out on the Instagram. Kind of go through probably some Heisman favorites, pick the conference uh, winners, and then go into college football playoffs predictions as well. Um, maybe talk some college prospects to keep an eye out on over the season. Um, so that'll probably come up later in the week. Sweet. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So keep an eye out for that. If anyone's listening that wants to join the picks league, reach out to Evan or myself um, trying to grow that prize pool. Uh, but yeah, football's back next Thursday. Uh, super exciting. I believe it's Rams spills next Thursday. Yep. That should be sweet. Maybe a Super Bowl preview for Collins uh, teams. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening. That was episode nine. Uh, and that's it. Peace out. Peace. See you later. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Slingin' It Deep podcast. You can find us most notably on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. While you're at it, make sure to check out our MLB, NBA, and NHL show, the Clubhouse Convos podcast. Make sure to also follow our Instagram as well at the Clubhouse Convos for Power Rankings episode releases and so much more. Thanks again for joining us today, and we will see you back here next week. Take care, everybody. Put your tears away, and no fear today. You can drive off towards that summertime sunset. It's what you ain't done yet. Take the keys, leave the regrets. Write your letters, place your bets. I'll be the one who accepts.